Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Brett, Derek, and myself, Mike. And we got come hello, up with, hello. We got come up with a nickname. Wookie Radio is the Smugglers Three, courtesy of Ken. He named us. Kylan named us the Intrepid Trio over on on Weeby on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks, and it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I will say, maybe this goes back a little bit to Comic Con two, three years ago. Oh, baby, you! When they brought Biz Marquee out for the Box of Life, or Book of Life, starring Channing Tatum. Speaking of uh, musical guests at uh, the Comic-Con, I heard that uh, Kansas actually came out during the, uh, oh my gosh, totally went... The show has been going on for like a million years now on the CW, the two brothers on Demons. Supernatural. Uh, supernatural. Supernatural. I guess their theme song is like Carry On Wayward Son and Kansas actually played it during the actual band. Kansas played the, played the song during their panel. Yeah, but there, there is nothing like go on to YouTube and type in um, Gore Carry On. They did They did the cover for a YouTube show called uh, from AV Club. Um, it was underground something. And basically they get 25 artists to do 25 covers. <laughs> and, and Gore was assigned or picked carry on wayward son. Gore. Now there's, <laughs> it, there's a name I haven't heard since <laughs> a few weeks ago, last month. <laughs> yeah. I used to be big into Gore when I was a teenager. We, we were watching the video at work and then we're going, wait, there, there was another group, and for some reason I kept thinking their their album had an atomic cloud on it, unless I'm thinking of another group. But I end up the group I end up thinking was trying to depict, and we finally got it was Green Jelly with three little ah girls. yes wow me and a guy at work were just talking about that the other day how weird so little pig little pig let me in not by the hair my chin right. <laughs> Ah yes. I am Groot. <laughs> um, but if I was right, and there was, see, I worked at a skating rink from like ninety four to ninety six, and I could have sworn there was an album that that had like a comic book type cover with with an atomic cloud on it, and it was not Green Day's Dookie. <laughs> um, you sure? I'm positive because we didn't play anything from. I don't think we played anything off that album at the skating rink. Mm. But we, but we played Three Little Pigs. <laughs> um. So anyway, how about this? San Diego Comic Con was this past weekend. A lot of major announcements. A lot of major news, such as uh, apparently Lupisha Nyong Nyongo. Now we know her as the voice of Maz Kanata. She danced around Comic Con as the Pink Power Ranger. 
<laughs> I saw that. Um, a lot of the Marvel Universe stars are super excited about their costumes. This is another story that came out. Uh, and of course, with Marvel, Captain Marvel um, was officially announced with concept art. Uh, lots of trailers, uh, which we'll get to trailers here shortly. Um, Olivia Munn talks about her experience making and meeting the Predator. Um, Is that coming out with another Predator? I guess so. I, I did not hear that. Um, Ant-Man and Wasp cast Michelle Pfeiffer and Lawrence Fishburne. I saw that. Um, I guess uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is going to be playing Janet Van Dyne. Yeah. Wonder Woman 2 officially confirmed. Scripts in the works. There's a surprise. That's coming out in 2019. Um, Supposedly, they're supposed to be doing it in the Cold War era of the 80s. Oh, that would be cool. Um, Despite all the rumors that were going around before the Warner Brothers panel, Ben Affleck stands firm that he will be Batman, and he intros the new Justice League trailer. Which... We'll get to that when we talk about trailers. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, the Ready Player One trailers released, which we'll discuss. Uh, there was an auction preview of the Carrie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds auction. Um, it just seems so, I don't know, like a morbid or something. Yeah. Auction off their stuff already. Yeah. Uh, Spawn's going to be resurrected. Dwayne Johnson will not be in DC's Shazam movie. Um Doctor Doom is the focus of a new movie from Fox. Um, Channing Tatum on Gambit. We're giving a bit of a rethink thanks to Logan and Deadpool. Yeah, let's rethink (laughs) it. Get out of it. Like we need a rated R Gambit. No, we don't. Next thing you know, it's it's Gambit. Gambit's Magic Mike Four. Um. Of course, the costumes from from Justice League, uh, the new Last Jedi character revealed, who looks a lot like Elo Asti, but is not. Uh, is that the one that was in the pictures on uh, in Vanity Fair, or is there a different one? But they had a display there was, that had there was a, a female picture in the um, pictures that they released that I didn't recognize. I think they said. Was. I think they. I said didn't see the, those. I didn't see the Vanity Fair, but I thought when we talked about this on. Um, or no, we haven't talked about this yet on Wookiee Radio because our San Diego release comes out this weekend after we record. Um, I th- I thought the article said that this character was a female character, mm-hmm. and it happens to be the same. Um, it's the same race as Elo Asti. So, um, so yeah, that was some of the big stories. And of course, another story that's not on here uh, that we talked about briefly last week on Mighty Marvel Geeks Thrawn. Is getting his own five issue mini, and it's going to be based on um, based on the novel that just came out at Celebration around the time of Celebration. So that will be fun to see. Indeed, yes. So to put, I don't know. This wasn't news from Comic Con, was it? I don't think. Uh... I don't think so. But you know what? It's close enough to Comic-Con. Let's go ahead and talk about it anyway. We'll tip, we're going to sidestep Comic-Con real quick and, and go to here. Because it, it's kind of breaking news because it, it came out today as we're recording. Yeah, and I don't see I don't see anything here about Comic-Con, so I don't know. But uh, apparently, Jason Aaron is ending his two-year run on Marvel's Star Wars title. Uh, he'll, his last title will be issue 37 
which is coming out in October. And Dr. Afra writer Kieran Gillen is taking over. Uh, he previously co-wrote two issues of Star Wars during the Vader Down crossover, yep. which which was a great crossover. Yep. And uh, now he's going to be taking over uh, the main title, the main Star Wars title. Uh, and according to editor Jordan D. White, Kieran is one of the best writers in comics today, with comics that span so many different styles and genres. He's shown through the crossovers with his Darth Vader and Dr. Aphra series that he has just as great a grasp on the heroes of the Star Wars galaxy as he does on its villains and gray area archaeologists. <laughs> <laughs> And any fan of his knows he's no stranger to the operatic saga. I cannot be happier to have him taking the reins. So it makes you, makes you wonder what's happening with uh, Jason Aaron. Mm. Uh, says he's going to be working with artist Salvador La Roca, who is one of my favorites. Who worked uh, with him on the Vader series. Yes. That was his artist on the Vader series. And has been on Star Wars since December. Uh, and according to Gillen, it says, my, he says, my aim's simple to do what, what Selva and I did with Darth Vader, but for Leia, Luke and Han, as in chart the rise and fall of the rebellion between a new hope and empire strikes back, how it changes them all and how it changes the universe. So a simple aim, but as nightmarishly tricky to pull off as dropping a proton torpedo down a thermal exhaust port. But hopefully as thrilling if we pull it off. I can't wait till you see it, till you see it up. First up, the post-apocalyptic hell that remains of Jeddah after the Death Star punched a hole through its mantle. Ooh, interesting. Well, if he's still going to continue writing um, Afra as well. It doesn't say anything about him stopping, so. And I haven't, cool. we haven't heard anything about Afra going away. Nope. Could you imagine weaving the two, you know, sort of like they did with the first three, four issues of Star Wars Invader? Yes. Weaving them together? That was awesome. I liked when they did that. Wouldn't it be cool if you could weave the two books together and still keep them as separate books? Yeah, that'd be good. And, and, you, st- the- and you still don't need Star Wars 38 to read Afro 14, 15? Right, yeah. There's but, a whole, that opens up a whole world two, of possibilities. Oh, yes. So that, he starts in November with issue number 38. So I'll miss Jason Aaron. I like I like him. He's a good writer, but uh, I'm definitely uh, excited about this change. Yeah, I'm excited to have him on coming on. I mean, I think it, uh, Gillen's uh, a good writer as well. I, I have yeah. him with his, his writing. Yeah, he is. He's really he's pretty good. He's done some good stuff. Um, so should be good hands. Yeah, of course. No, Jason Aaron's also been writing the other side. For uh, and Southern Bastards and, and the God Damned is the name mm-hmm. of the title. Um, <laughs> for um, oh, who's that right? Who's that for? I mean, he's doing other books besides Doctor Strange and Thor. Um, right. It's. I, I'm sorry to see him go, but you know, there, there's got to be a reason why. And I, I, as much as I would <laughs> love to know that reason, I, I respect the fact that yeah, it, it, could- it is what it is. It could just simply be because he has so much going on. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it has something to do with Marvel not knowing what the heck they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm trying to check his um, trying to check his his um, 
Twitter or Facebook, and I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing statements from him. Mm. So um, before we get any further, I, I want I want to get to this. I put out there on Twitter that you know, we were going to talk San Diego Comic Con, and what did you want? Yeah, what were your thoughts, you the listeners, those who were there, those who weren't there, the news and and stories that came out of Comic Con, or even your experience? At this point in time, I almost want to say Movie Con because there's not much comics with it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, so from at Joe Caramagna, which you no, know, thank you for being a good listener there, Joe. Um, I don't know what you do for for a living in your real life, but um. I know you have a love for donuts. So, ah. actually, no, it's not true. We know who Joe Caramagna is. He, he's he's a letterer for, for Marvel Comics, a freelance editor for Marvel Comics, and he also has his own creator-owned book about Wyatt Earp. Um, he, he replies oh. with... Yes. That reminds me, I believe this weekend, uh, my friend has started a small comic book convention in uh, one of our local towns called Plastic City Comic Con. And if I remember correctly, I think Joe's going to be there. Wow. Stop by, say hi. I certainly yeah. shall. Some, nice. Somehow somehow we need to get Keepers of the Fringe and Weeby Geeks as official podcasts of Plastic City Comic Con. <laughs> we may be able to work on that. <laughs> so... um so his response is DuckTales, DuckTales, DuckTales. And of course, with that, <laughs> and with that, Darkwing Duck will be coming uh, to DuckTales and be uh, now part of the DuckTales universe and not separate identities or separate universes like it, like supposedly the previous two series were. Yeah, that was always that was a strange thing to hear. I was I yeah. never thought of them as separate. I never did mm-hmm. either, and then the. Oh no, they were separate. They were alternate universes. Uh, yeah, like, sure. Since um, when? Launchpad Pod, which they came back said it was amazing, but the science and organization was pretty whack. So, so I asked them, you know, you know to kind of elaborate more for us. They said, that, and uh, he could. They continue with the street signs in San Diego had multiple streets stacked with no explanation as to what street you are on. And the hall wasn't much better. Hmm. And then Angela Robinson, I'm not, I'm not given their their Twitter names. Said, um, I had a great time in B20, which I'm assuming is the a room there at the San Diego Hall because mm. it's definitely not on my bingo card. Um, <laughs> I had a great time in B20 on Friday and Saturday, and I thought everything else, and I thought the everything else line was good for the exhibit hall and ballrooms. So. <clears throat> So, yeah, uh, as we're recording, I will keep an eye on these to see if we get any other comments. But, yeah, uh, definitely appreciate the the comments from from our listeners, Joe, Launchpad Pod, and Angela Robinson. So we, we always love it when our listeners participate with us. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's always nice to hear from our listeners. So, mm-hmm. Our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, there are donuts heading your way. Maybe, possibly. I'll see what I can do the next time you're down here. <laughs> there, there you go, Derek. Just stop at Dunkin' Donuts. Get Joe. Get Joe a bunch of munchkins. He'll be happy. He might give you comic books. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll have to try that. <laughs> if you and if you wear your oh, I gotta get the keepers badge made up for you, so you can get that done. But you should have your Weeby Geeks badge. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, so speaking of having talked about trailers, Brett, why don't you bring us in on some of the more notable trailers? Yeah, there was just a few that debuted at San Diego Comic-Con last weekend. Sure, you probably heard that a little show that Netflix is coming out with called The Defenders. It's going to be coming out on August 18th. Hey. It looks freaking awesome. Just just because. It, it, is just that about hockey pulled, goalies or something? Yes. No, it's, it's about the defensemen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And hey, just because I pulled you guys together doesn't mean I'm giving you a hug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many. I think the trailer is only uh, two minutes and 44 seconds long, and it's just so, so full of one-liners already. I can't yeah. wait for the whole series. Yeah. Looks like they have a great chemistry together. So I still want to know why Daredevil is like walking around with that thing on his head the whole time and not, I know, right? not in a costume. <laughs> you know what else is funny, though, to me, is when you see like the four of them together and Daredevil right. is the only one with a costume on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like really weird. I mean, yeah. I, I know they talked about um, that they were that there's going to be a season two of Luke Cage and season two of Iron Fist. At this point in time, I almost want to say, forget the season two of those two. If we're seeing the chemistry as strong as it is in Defenders, just go ahead and give mm. us, give us heroes for hire. Just, mm. just cut to the chase and go straight to heroes for hire. Don't, don't need the other. Yeah, really? Yeah. I think they were two of the underwhelming uh, series that Netflix has released as far as Marvel is concerned for me, at least. Yeah. One of them was great. And we also got the Thor Ragnarok official trailer. Oh, that was awesome. That's a great one. <laughs> that was good. We yeah. definitely see a lot more um, Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, uh, where am I? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. great. We're in a battle and I beat you. He's <laughs> like, no, I don't think so. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That you see Hulk pummeling Thor. <laughs> the best Next part Marvel. is the conversation. Yeah. Between Thor and Hulk. That was awesome. Yeah. Like raging fire. <laughs> <laughs> when I wasn't too really too impressed with his uh, Marvels and Humans. Mm. That was meh. I liked it better than the original than the first trailer. One I suppose, but one we get to see the um well the transportation is still the same. Or the teleportation is still the same. Yeah, we we see how that's done. Um, but I I do like how um, how we got to see Medusa's hair a little bit more in action and what they're going to do with it. I'm um, not sure I like the look of it though. No, I don't either. It looks orange or something. That's really weird. Yeah, I, I'm I was still expecting it to be more um, more snake like, mm-hmm. like the like the namesake says it should be. Um, or like more hair because she before she starts using her abilities or whatever it's just normal looking hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they and they kind of show that in the first trailer. It's like, oh, it's just hair. We don't see anything more. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully now we're gonna get that. Yeah. And it uh, it was announced at at Comic Con that there will be a crossover between Inhumans and Agents of Shield. Yeah, that makes that's, sense. That's kind of cool. Which reminder. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't start until after the holidays. Oh, that's right. And it's going to go 24 weeks straight. Oh, it's not starting until October or after October? Uh, January. After, yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah, they're going to do eight the, weeks of Inhumans. And if yeah, there's at least a crossover. The, uh, okay. Uh, I'm still trying to catch up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and still waiting for them to get out of the framework. You're, you're almost out. 
Yes. Uh, Next one up, uh, we've got The Gifted. It's a show that's coming out on Fox. Yeah. Uh, take off of the X-Men. You'll see um, Eclipse, which I'm not sure who that is. Thunderbird, Polaris, Blink, and this trailer alone. So I'm sure you'll probably have seen more of a stable in there as well. Looks kind of interesting. This is the X-Men show I was expecting to see, not the one that was on uh, FX. But Legion? Yeah. I like Legion. was awesome, though. I love that show. I still need to see it. I, I need to get through season, or I need to get past episode two. It was such uh, a, normally I it, don't, I I have no problems with, with shows that try and mess with your mind. This one was hitting just right. I'm like, okay. I, so yeah, I loved it. Ugh, I loved everything about it. it. It looked great. It's like, okay, I'm having to think way too much at the moment. And I'm just not, not <laughs> I'm just not there to do that yet. <laughs> Ah, just go with the flow, man. <laughs> oh, I was trying to. It was. I felt like I was having to think too much. <laughs> so next, next big one. Uh, going with uh, DC this time. We've got the new JLA trailers. Kind of giving me some hope for this movie, even though I still can't stand the Flash's costume. I can't stand the Flash. Period. Yeah, I did not. I did not like anything I saw of him in this trailer. No. Well, didn't they also announce, too, with The Flash, that the Flash movie is going to be called Flashpoint? Flashpoint, yep. Yeah. Why? <laughs> well, there's rumors when there was they were talking about Ben Affleck leaving that they were going to use the Flashpoint to explain Reset. away why there's a new, new Batman. Yeah. Ah, but if we're doing Flashpoint, remember, Batman and Flashpoint is Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Right. And so and the rumor was was Dean Dean Morgan. Yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the comedian, Nagin. Yeah. As as Batman. That would be good. He would, I think he would make a <laughs> that great, would be. great mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne Batman. Yeah, especially that, that'd be cool, the Dark Ridge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. So I I, I could deal with that. I assume not I think they're kind of overusing the slow mo shots with Wonder Woman though. And the whipping of the hair every every two seconds. <laughs> I think I those think shots are getting kind of overused. <laughs> I think they're trying to show Marvel how to do Medusa's hair. Yeah. Slow <laughs> moment. Well, it's like every two seconds she's like looking one way and her hair is going flying. It's flying. Yeah. Hey, that's just how Wonder Woman is, man. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, while I was on vacation, we were briefly watching um, Batman Hearts Superman. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I have family members who hadn't seen it, and mm. I had to. You, you, you wanted to torture them? <laughs> right. No, they were torturing me because they wanted to watch it. <sighs> but I noticed the picture of, apparently they had the cast of Wonder Woman initially done before they filmed Batman Heart Superman, because the photograph with her and Steve Trevor and the rest of the, and the chief mm. and whatnot yeah. was in the movie. Yeah. yeah, you didn't you didn't realize that before? No, because I didn't. Because that's how I, Wonder Woman started out. Yeah, was the well, I I I knew that, but I thought the picture for Wonder Woman came after the events of Batman Heart Superman. Nope. nope. So that takes place. So Wonder Woman. So the opening events of Wonder Woman takes place before Batman Heart Superman. No, no, it takes after. Place after. Yeah, because she pulls up a digital image of it. Or anything we see is a digital image, not an original. Right. Yeah, and he and he didn't even Batman didn't even know about it till Batman Heart Superman, so it would have had to take place after after that movie. But yeah. I noticed too 
during a lot of that, they used the Wonder Woman theme quite a bit in that movie. Hmm. And yes. I was going, why have I heard this before throughout Wonder Woman? I'm like, I know I've heard this before this movie. This isn't original to here. And it was in Batman Heart no. Superman. Yeah. You didn't know that either? One of those I didn't pay attention to until I went back and saw them again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you need stuck, to go back to Legion. It's a stuck mic show. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, Mike's, Mike's age is starting to get to him. Yeah. Oh. I hope Max over the same age. <laughs> it will test your head and your mind and your brain. Two, four... Niner five. <laughs> <laughs> we moved to some more TV with HBO. We've got Game of Thrones, which just the second episode of season seven just came out Yay. this Sunday. And the war for Westeros is getting to a fever pitch. I have mixed feelings because every time an episode, every you know, when I wa- I'm excited for the next episode to come, but then I also am a little uh, bummed out. You know, it's getting towards the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Was was, was Ed Sheeran in this episode? No, thankfully. <laughs> I can't believe that was such a controversy. You had like a like maybe a five minutes of screen time. Well, I will Fans say it revolt. I, it didn't. I wasn't upset about it, but it did take me out of the out of the show for a minute there because I was like, "Hey, isn't that?" And then I'm like, so, "I didn't know who he was, so it wasn't bad <laughs> for me." I just thought it was a guy. I was like, "Man, that guy can sing really well." <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, I was like, he looks wicked familiar. Is he that red? He looks like that redheaded singer. And I'm like, "Oh, it is him." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not wicked familiar with him either, but I know enough of him that I was like, "Hey, isn't that?" <laughs> so that By was the way, little, Derek's from Boston. Yeah. That, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> they are wicked or, awesome. Did I say that? Like three times in one sentence. <laughs> cool. yeah. In upstate New York, we have wicked cool. Ah. Wicked. It's wicked cool. We also have Westworld season two coming out. Yay. And HBO doesn't give a date, though. Mm. I'm sure there's only one week into shooting, so it looks like it's going to be uh, probably going to be a while. I, I want to say... October, maybe? I think that's around when the first one came out. They got to film quick, thanks. They really just started filming. I could be wrong. And then one of uh, one of my favorites is Stranger Things trailer coming out yes. on Netflix. Mm. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Love the Ghostbusters. Love the Thrower album mm. going through it. Yeah, that was it's awesome. Looks like it's going to be great. Yeah, I can't wait. And finally, we're going to have Star Trek Discovery coming out. Mm. Don't, I am not paying i know right i want to see it to me it's stupid that i have to pay cbs right a free tv station when when i can get cw abc nbc i get those for free or i get them well you get them ad free if if you're a cable subscriber i just want to watch star trek i don't want to watch anything else on the app i just want the star trek Well, the rest of the world outside of the U.S. and Canada will get it the day after each episode airs on CBS Access on Netflix. Mm. Lame. I'd be happy with that, but no. It's sounding like it might be really good, too, which is really annoying me. Well, they're they're saying now the the one Vulcan character is Spock's half-sister. So Discovery is taking place in the same time realm as the Star Trek movies. Right. Whereas here, I thought it was kind of a prequel. Nope. Change your minds again. (laughs) 
Uh, who cares? I ain't going to be able to see it anyway. I'm not paying for it. For, yeah. that, for the app for one show. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then have, we have another. All right, go ahead. I was going to say, I have a new response from this one. I have to do his Twitter handle. It's at CR underscore Wookie, spelled with one E. It's two E's, but the username is Chewbacca, and his comment is... <laughs> so... <laughs> Anybody here translating? No, not tonight. <laughs> wow. Great show, guys. Just keep it rolled up. in. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad to be getting the listening responses. Mm-hmm. Where are you getting those at? Twitter. Ah, social so, media. You're trying to utilize social media. Yes. And then, last but not least, we have The Walking Dead Season 8 official Comic Con trailer. Oh. Looks awesome. Definitely is a red band uh, trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Looks you like could be a lot of death. You got one more trailer that you could bring up. Ah, yes. And this looks awesome. Mm. One of my favorites, too, which I never thought I'd see in the big screen. We have Ready Player One off of the great book. Um, and it's got a ton of pop culture throwbacks to the 80s in it. And just a few minute trailer. Now, I'm in a bit of a conundrum here in regards to this. Movie because I have not read the book, but I, I want either. to. But I want to read the book. I need to read the book. But the question is, do I read the book before I see the movie, or do I see the movie before I read the book? Because you know, but, movies never hold up to the book, and you'll spoil the movie too. Uh, which right. spoil, well, then, but then you know, if you see the movie, you'll spoil the book. So I guess you're definitely in a. That's a that's a tricky one. Yeah, it's a tough call on that. How about I would this? Book, though. It's really good. I actually Short, got an elite. Shortly hmm. after the trailer released, someone has found all twenty nine Easter eggs in the Ready Player One trailer. The CSR nerds coming out. Yes, um, and the way they're talking is they're. You almost need to read the book to understand a lot of the references and why we see the references we get. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the first Easter egg is pure imagination. The music that plays during the first half of this trailer features nods to the classic tune "Pure Imagination" from Willy Wonka and the Cho- Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Once you hear it, you won't be able to unhear it. And of course, the the hyperspace type thing we see kind of goes with it. Um, then they go, uh, as soon as you see Wade enter the Oasis, uh, we see his blonde haired avatar pair, pairs of all walk into what looks like Ogden Marl's 1980s or Ogden Marl's dance party in the distracted globe, a digital nightclub in the Oasis where people are dancing in the air above him. On the way through the door, you see a pair of silhouettes to his left that look strikingly like Harley Quinn and Deathstroke. Though these characters mm. are not in the book, I'm sure we'll see <clears> several <throat> more DC characters floating around due to the fact that Warner Brothers is producing the film. Mm. In that same scene, the dancing figures floating above, you see Gandalf as mm. one of the dancing figures. Uh, the other figures are all Warner Brother figures, but they haven't figured out who who they are yet. And I haven't seen a large enough image to try and figure it out myself. Uh, <laughs> the, the first one I noticed right away was the Iron Giant. Yeah. Um, we all knew Spielberg, 
Spielberg wouldn't be able to get the rights to everything in Klein's novel, uh, which is an unfortunate downside to having a Hollywood adaptation. But I don't think too, the, the fans are too upset about the Iron Giant's appearance in the film. It's pretty obvious that our favorite Superman is a major player in the film as well, replacing... Um, Leo Pardon or Ultraman in the Battle of Castle An- Anorak. Um, but uh, the author of this story, uh, which is over on Aggressive Comics, said he would love to see Iron Giant go head to head with Mega Godzilla. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, Joust uh, makes an appearance around the 55 second mark. Uh, we see. Um, we see a figure huh. riding around a giant uh, mecha scorpion being attacked by little dudes on ostriches. <laughs> um, something shoots out of one of the ostriches and transforms into a green egg, just like it did in Joust. Um, then we also see Freddy Krueger, Halo, and Duke Nukem. Um, apparently, it's was an ache from from Halo is wielding the Halo assault rifle. Uh, you see Freddy Krueger and Duke Nukem taking down a few, or all taken down by a few blasts from Ake's gun. And when Krueger is vaporized into a middle, uh, million pixels, it looks like he transforms into coins that shoot into Ake's avatar, Scott Pilgrim style. <laughs> uh, and then continuing with Ake, um, there's a close-up where you do see him, and, of course, we see the ogre, and his name, Ake, is written on the chest. Then we have the Sixers. Um, the Sixers are IOI's operatives who are also out to find Holiday's treasure, uh, sporting their anonymous six-digit numbers that all start with the number six, and IOI plastered across the, the robotic faces. Um, and then, of course, during this sequence, we hear Russia's Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer plays a huge role in the novel, so hopefully it plays a huge role in the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Then pole position, Christine, A-Team, Mad Max, get the idea. All the Sixers are running out to their identical IOI cars. Uh, A few cars can be seen, including the Christine from Stephen King's novel, the same name. The Red Formula One sports car from Atari's pole position. The van from the A-Team, the modified Ford Falcon Interceptor driven by Mel Gibson in Mad Max, and we also get a glimpse of Dizzy from Gears of War walk, talking to Tomb Raider's Laura Croft. Uh, we also see Win the Copper Key on some of the billboards in the background, refer, uh, referencing Holiday's Hunt to find the keys. And then one of the biggest Easter eggs of them all is Bigfoot. Um, which is being driven by Ake hauling an American flag in its bed. And then the cool, they say the coolest scene Easter egg in this is on the hood of the IOI car that Bigfoot crashes through is a QR code. And when scanned, it leads to the website, join the quest, which currently only features Wade wearing his IOI visor and links to the film, social media sites. Um, Also too, we see the, see the uh, motorcycle from Akira. Um, Akira, and, and many many think that the writer is Nolan Sorrento, the six the Sixers' chief egg hunter, trying to gain corporate ownership of Oasis. Um, but clo- but upon closer inspection, it was definitely a girl. So there is a because there's a Hello Kitty sticker on the side of the bike. Uh, we get a picture of the DeLorean from Back to the Future, 
Um, but the vanity plate says pairs of all. So, but it doesn't look like um, the car got all the upgrades that pairs of all gives it in the book, like the Ghostbusters logo. Mm. <laughs> Although it does look like the the red Knight Rider scanner is in fact on the front grill, just like in the book. And then finally, when you see the movie inside the the O and one, you you see a little egg. So, and then uh, the final one is we get a we catch a glimpse of the real treasure in Ready Player One, the crystal key, the crystal key that ultimately unlocks ownership of o, of Oasis. So, there you have it. The Easter eggs that you may or may not have known were in that trailer. Very cool. So, how about that? That's some serious work to go through all that. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So where is it for Thor Ragnarok or some of the other or Justice League? Right. I don't think there's that many. I mean, there was a ton of references in that because there's a ton of references in the book too. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely, definitely being done right. Mm-hmm. It so, definitely makes me makes me want to read the book. Yeah, it's good. It has a lot of, uh, as you can tell by the trailer, a lot of '80s video game and movie references. Mm. Well, that, that's when the movie, that's when gaming was the best. That's when everything was the best. <laughs> Star Wars was the best. Star Trek yeah. was the best. Yeah. Toys, Dungeon, cartoons. Dungeons and Dragons on TV. Yeah. Which I I heard that supposedly the there was a finale episode written that explained that the kids died on the ride. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they never, they never did it. With the scripts written. Yeah, that would be a little bleak for a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of cartoons, go the Lego route. The uh, X-rated Lego route, perhaps? What? (laughs) Well, an, an an article on Yahoo Movies is titled, Watch the Lego Ninjago Movie Cast Explain How the Kid Film Could Have Been X-rated. Basically, there was an interview with the cast, a bunch of the cast, uh, including Justin Thoreau, Olivia Munn, Dave Franco, Zach Woods, Kumal Nanjiani, Abby Jacobson, and Michael Pena. (laughs) But to certain members of the cast, a few of the actors didn't get the message about making the film family-friendly. Uh, according to Olivia Munn, in particular, the Silicon Valley guys, Woods and Nanjiani, were really inappropriate during recording. They don't know how to be kid-friendly, which was a big problem for a kid-friendly movie. And how exactly was that? We said words like the F-word, the P-word, the B-word, the W-word, said Nanjiani. That one's rough, added Woods. Because <laughs> we're cool. We can say those words. <laughs> <sighs> Because coming, uh, coming this Easter, the, the uncut version of Lego Ninjago. <laughs> <laughs> because the large cast was split when they stopped by Yahoo Movies during Comic-Con, uh, they asked them if there were any issues between the two groups. We, leak, we like each other most the most and thought we were the best people in the movie, Thoreau said of his group, which also included Franco and Munn which didn't go over well with the rest of the cast. Aren't they great? Why are we here? Asked Angiani, who was teamed with Woods, Jacobson, and Pena. Such a handsome offensive. And they were only getting warmed up. (laughs) Oh, Lord help us. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to be skipping that one. (laughs) 
Well, um, it's not actually it's not actually going to be in the movie, but no, <laughs> I know. Say, they were just with, joking with, around. But. With that cast, they probably could have. Oh yeah. See, but, to me, the thing is, I don't think these guys. I don't know how many of these guys are actually in the cast of the actual TV show. I don't. I don't know if any of them are. And, and to me, that doesn't make sense. If, if you already have a TV show and you're going to do the movie, why don't you just go ahead and and do the you know, use the same cast? But they want star. They want some star power. <sighs> They're already. Never mind. They're already stars. I mean, the kids are going to go because oh, it's a full-length movie. They're not going because of the star power. It's the adults that would be going for the for the star power. So, because yeah, all the, all these characters, it, it doesn't make sense. It's the way they always do it. Yeah, it's it's just like why aren't we doing Grant Gustin as the Flash? Mm-hmm. They never listen to the fans. Nope, they sure don't. Maybe we know something, guys. I know nothing. <laughs> yes, Schultz. <laughs> I see nothing. I know nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let's continue on with a little more TV news. I guess a little something from the Arrowverse. Uh, yes. Another thing from... Comic-Con, they have announced that Richard Dragon is confirmed as an upcoming Arrow villain. Not really sure. I think he started out as a good guy, but near the New 52, he was turned into a bad guy. So I'm not real sure who that guy is as far as his character. And uh, other big news for Arrow was Michael Emerson of Lost and Person of Interest would be joining the series as a villain. Uh, they're not sure who he's going to play, but from his past roles, it seems he'd be a good candidate to play Caden James, founder of Helix. And okay. looks like they're also going to have Anatoly Gnaezov back. Uh, he's known in the comics as a KG Beast. And we also have Richard Dragon. Uh, they don't have anybody cast to play him yet, uh, but they did confirm that he was going to be in it. Cool. Yeah. I'm, glad to, I'm looking forward to seeing Michael Emerson. I love everything that he's in. I think he's a great actor. Seeing who he's going to play. Cool. Well, coming out of the Fox panel at Comic-Con... Uh, they they did officially announce Captain Marvel, um, and it was after they showed Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Avengers: Affinity War. Uh, Kevin Feige previewed the first concept art of Brie Larson in the superhero suit. He also dropped some tantalizing tidbits about the 2019 release, which will be the first female fronted standalone entry in the Marvel. Cinematic Universe. It will be set in the 90s and will feature the Skrulls, and Nick Fury will have two eyes. Now you're going, wait, Skrulls, that's Fox's property because of Fantastic Four. Here's the catch. James Gunn clarified this. Specific Skrulls, like Super Skrull, is Fox property. The race Skrulls is co is a co-licensed thing between Fox and MCU. Oh, clever. So... Um, so will we talk get... about splitting scrawl hairs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the scrolls are a villainous shape-shifting alien race with a long history in Marvel comics going back to the sixties with fantastic four. Uh, one of Marvel's most seminal events focused on the crease Kree scroll war. And as comic fans know, the original captain Marvel later known as Marvel was a Cree hero forever altered by that conflict. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson um, 
will be back as the agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., but without the eye patch. The events take place before he was blinded in one eye, and might even reveal the backstory of his injury. Um, personally, I, I, I would have thought he would have already been one-eyed, you know, blinded in the one eye at that point. Well, in the comics, isn't it like a World War II or something that he does it? Yeah, but I'm still under the belief that he potentially, he was Sergeant Nick Fury at the time of the original Cap when S.H.I.E.L.D. was created. So the cat, so the Nick Fury we have now, unless they're they're saying he's a an LMD, I, I don't see how. I, I would love to know, no, because maybe the LMDs he he's two eyed until an until an accident occurs. <laughs> well, I heard that the the movie supposedly takes place in the eighties, nineties, nineties. Are all his nineties? Oh, okay, yeah. So horrible, <laughs> a lot of horrible music. Maybe mm. yeah. Crunch. Although I I do say have to say that my favorite station on Sirius is Lithium. That's all nineties alternative stuff like Candlebox and Alice in Chains, stuff like that. Okay. I dig that. Green Day. Um so I'm gonna say before I get us into final thoughts, there on Twitter there is a user, it's Epcot Center. And it's C E N T R E, and it's a spoof site for <laughs> for Epcot Center. And they put out posts like, "No true Epcot Center fan would would even think of visiting a different theme park ever. No exceptions, no excuses." Or, uh, "We're open on Fridays and always have been, and I have no no idea why Yelp says we're not <laughs> or how to make them change it." <laughs> um, another one. If parents would just make their kids wait an hour after eating before going on rides, it would spare us an awful lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, this time this time of year, we'd like to remind folks that all kinds of deodorant are available at our gift shop. Speed stick, <laughs> sure, degree, and many more. Um, oh, uh, here's the, someone claiming to be with the gas company keeps calling us and asking us for a credit card number to settle our balance, but we don't have gas. <laughs> Um, what was another one? We went to Jacksonville for a week last winter and it was super. <laughs> when asked, do you go on vacation? Where did you go? Uh, someone asked the question, how does the drainage system work so efficiently? Their response, the most important thing is to dig really, really deep holes. <laughs> uh, if I wanted to take a girl to Epcot on a date, what would you recommend? Pick a girl you like and ask her out. <laughs> Um, a tan and orange Winnebago adventurer with Texas plates was left here overnight, and something that looks like gravy or stew is dripping from it. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's a it's a fun little fun little um, Twitter Twitter account to follow. <laughs> so, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, actually, I did have one. I forgot. I saw earlier today that uh, a news item that said. James Cameron is planning on rebooting the Terminator franchise, bringing starting with a new trilogy. He needs to be focusing on getting stupid Avatar franchise finished. <laughs> I don't think we need either one, frankly. But hey, that's just me. I will. Mm-hmm. I will. I will tell you the uh, the park ride or the the river ride at Pandora is pretty cool. Really? Yep. Got to ride. Got to ride it. Uh, last week, 
That was pretty awesome. I've not done the main ride, but it is one of the main rides. I haven't done the Banshee ride yet. Very cool. Although not as cool as the Star Wars stuff when it comes out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Any other final thoughts? <laughs> nope. Nope. Well, on that note, if I can find the right program. On that note. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.